Hey Jammers, welcome to Season 2 of the Jake and Marty Podcast. But before we get into the episode, I'd like to quickly thank the sponsor of today's podcast, Lardass Butter. You might be wondering, Marty, where's Jake? Well, I seriously couldn't drag him away from his own personal stash of high-quality, locally produced, cultured butter. It's just that good. But don't take it from me. Like Mama Marty used to always say, try new things. So why wait? Head to lardass.com.au for additional information and get yourself some of this premium butter. Enjoy the episode, everybody. And thank you, Lardass. And the sheer stupidity of it all, my manager burst into the room. Manager. What the fluff is... Jumpstart the fan. Oh, welcome back and celebration time for for beating Lardass's um, 2023. Oh, I'm labbing across episode borders. amount. Yeah, labbing across borders. What did I say? You said Lardass. Lardass borders. <laughs> I, I don't said Lardass. Yeah, Lardass. I didn't mean that. Um, but thanks to Lardass again. Yeah, thanks for our sponsor, Lardass. Um, no, laughing across borders in the absolute. Yeah, so Stinker. we beat. It was our fifth podcast of twenty twenty four, episode thirty six. Is it actually thirty six? I think. Whatever you check your notes and either add one or take one. No, nah, I stopped um, putting the numbers in because you started making fun of me so much. I was sick of it. I was sick um, of the bullying. Yeah, don't blame. Don't blame myself. Um, welcome, 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 welcome. This week is, if you can guess the theme, thirty six. Thirty six. <laughs> but the theme of this week, you wouldn't know it if you're listening through your headphones. So stay tuned for this week's theme is good versus bad, cops versus robbers, copper robber, police and the scum of the universe, crooks and the crooked getters. Yes. Um, and I'm dressed up as the good guy, the the cop, um, or in recent times the bad guy, but we won't get into politics. <laughs> um, so and I, I'm and I'm straying from the norm. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> I'm in my orange um, jumpsuit today in the jam jail. But here's the news. I'm, you might think, Jake, you kind of look different to a normal cop. It's because I'm actually dressed up as a, um, an undercover cop at a pajama party. Cop, cop and, on duty. <laughs> and here is one of the people at the pajama party. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, actually not a prisoner. This is my jimmy jams. No, but I'm getting, I'm trying to find him and his self-incriminating himself. It's a, it's a whole thing. Um, you, if you guys don't get the law, go to um, shop jam jar. <laughs> shop jam jar. Um, what is our first list? Did you have a good week this week? I never miss it. I never miss it. Well, did you have a good week this week? I did. Um, more than a pencil push a week, and it's because I achieved something. What'd you do? So I don't know if I've mentioned this to you. I know I mentioned it to Spencer because um, I don't always have the most reliable co-host, so I don't remember who I tell her to. Who? But um, have I told you about the Sydney Doe Challenge? No. Okay. Um, so the Sydney Doe Challenge is where during a full working day, you have to eat a twelve pack of cinnamon donuts. The Sydney Doe Challenge. Yep. Previously thought to be impossible, the Sydney Doe Challenge have to eat twelve Sydney donuts in one working day. Impossible. I have attempted like three times. A few of my mates have attempted quite a few times. No one's completed it, and the other day, I think yesterday, I thought, why don't I try again? 
you know, and then I can just, I can hit it with a strategy this time. And I hit it with a strategy. Yeah. Um, like two donuts every hour. Good strat. Yeah. Instead of having, instead of feeling a little peckish in the morning, having like six and then for the rest of the day feeling sick, I still felt sick for the whole day, but I pushed through and also, you're not allowed to vomit. Might sound like I'm adding rules. I'm not. I promise those are the rules for me. Not outside. allowed to vomit seems like a pretty standard rule for a, <laughs> for a challenge like that. Yeah. But now that I've achieved the impossible, it got me thinking what else could I achieve that's impossible? Because you know how like everyone was like, oh, four minute mile or whatever in America. Impossible. Someone did it. Now everyone can run a four minute mile, it seems. Hmm. It's because that thought that like, oh, it's impossible. You can't do it. Yeah. Once you break through that mindset. Yeah. So I'm thinking I could probably run. I don't know if it is possible now or not whether they proved it the two hour marathon we did it we <laughs> he did it he did it um yeah so i'm going to achieve that um i impossible though yeah I, i'm going to do an hour and a half marathon nice well i know now well limit yourself well that's See, if be... you say i'm going to do an hour and a half marathon <laughs> okay you do that then everyone's doing an hour and a half marathon okay so we did next, the... the next only comes through and breaks it with an hour we did what everyone seemed to think was impossible and hit episode five done done um you've done the cine challenge 12, done the... 12 cine donut yeah. challenge done. done um okay season like two of collecting the Infinity <laughs> stones <laughs> season of jake and Mar- season two of jake and marty podcast um the goal is hour and a half marathon Season three of Jake and Marty Marty Jake and Marty podcast hour marathon. Okay, don't even get me started on season four because they're going down by half an hour. Season four is crazy. <laughs> We're going down to a half hour. Um, yeah, we're going to be like twenty six by the time season four drops. Yeah. Um. Anywho, another thing that I think twenty six years old. Yeah, maybe. Why? <laughs> I know. I just feel like that's like a real popular age now at the moment. Yeah. Um. Another thing that... So, I wrote down a few ideas of what I could do that people think is impossible right now. Um, I could make the moon disappear when people aren't looking. Um, And guess what? It's like, it's... You won't know if I do it. No one will know if I do it. Only me. Trust. Um, Yeah, because no one will be looking at it when it happens. Uh, It's kind of like that thing of if a tree tree falls falls down in the forest. Doesn't doesn't make a sound. sound. No one's there to hear it. Which it does make a sound. So silly. It's so silly. It obviously might make a sound, but who knows? Um, yeah. And so if no one's looking at the moon, it might disappear. And my other one, and this one. Well, Despicable Me's Four's, four's coming out. And we don't. We know. We know his track record. <laughs> yeah, he's a. Don't know what might happen. He's a penny pincher. Um, yeah, he's, a, he's a lunar pincher. <laughs> he's a. Ooh. Is an eclipse happening soon? Pardon? Is an eclipse happening soon? What clips? Eclipse with the moon and the sun. Oh, oh yeah. I thought we were like clipping it or something. <laughs> yeah, but I think there's one more thing that I want to achieve in my lifetime and it's seemingly impossible. Travel back in time to 1984, make Back to the Future, the first one, release it, then travel back here and be known as the person who made Back to the Future. Would you release just the same carbon copy or would you release... Oh, I'd have different actors. Would it be, like... be Marty. <laughs> <laughs> or, or we could do like a documentary style. Oh, yeah, behind the scenes of Jack, of Jack to the Future. Yeah, Jack to the Future. Jack and Mer. Yeah, it's going to be Jack and Mer go to the future. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Jack to the Future. Forget about that 88 miles per hour. We're doing <laughs> flat 80. No, we're doing 100. 
We're doing 103. We're doing... You know, to get back to the future, you have to be able to run an <laughs> and And... Um, but if you have a DeLorean, you have to go 103 miles per hour on the Speedo, but the Speedo's out by three miles. So you just actually have to go 100. <laughs> on cruise control. <laughs> on, yeah, but you have to put cruise on. And the, and the button's real sticky, so it doesn't work well, proper. Um, All right. Do we oh want to jump into... Oh, no, before we do, I have an announcement. Or oh, more, not really an announcement. We announced it a while ago, but I just made it official. Did you guys just say that? Potty, potty time jar is official. Don't know what was in this jar before. <laughs> Let me... <laughs> could, have been, could, have, could have been anything. Oh, it used to be someone else's potty jar. So, um, this is a temporary sticker for now, so you guys are just going to have to deal with it. We're going to put it right up there. And I even brought with me some posted notes. So, Jake, if you would kindly do the honours of writing your name down and chucking it in the jar... If you guys weren't here last week, the potty time jar is, while Jake's writing it down, anytime either of us have to go to the bathroom during the pod, we have to write our name on this note, on a note, and chuck it in the jar. At the end of the season, we're going to pull a name out of the jar. Whoever's name is pulled has to donate an undisclosed amount of money to charity. Mm-hmm. We set a minimum of like 100 or something. If yeah. they want to go over, we're not going to be the one to be like, no, nah, you're not allowed to do more. Uh, yeah, also, we're going... Oh, I'm really close to the mic, I just realised. Gonna fold it up like that. So yeah, made the potty jar official. Um, but I think we should also, just to make it fair, throw in laughing cross borders. Just them. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Just like them, and if they get pulled out, then... just because they are potty time. Just one. <laughs> yeah. Put them in once. <laughs> put them in once. They get pulled out. Well, they have to donate. They have to. That's and the, the rules. Ge- and the Gemma army is gonna come at them <laughs> if they don't and cancel them. Again, (laughs) cancel them because say you hate charity. Um, But yeah, so we got the potty jar up and running, and let's move into our first segment, which is a Marty segment. It's called Life Hacks, Um, and it's pretty obvious what it is. It is life hacks that I found throughout this week, just online. So when Jake's quit faffing about. Three letters, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. Um, yeah, hit Goodness me. Goodness gracious, I have ten percent in my phone. All right, our first life hack this week: paper straw loophole. I can't stand paper straws. I'm not saying plastic straws are the solution, but there are obviously other options, as displayed by this coffee shop that offered me my free, paid for other stuff in brackets, water with one of those guaranteed plastic lids, sippy cup coffee lids. Some coffee shops put. He yaps on for a bit, just about paper straws and how there's a life hack. And his solution is we should all use the plastic lids that they use on coffee coffee mugs, coffee cups. Which is silly. But my oh, big wh- thing here was... Sorry. Explain it. How's it going to work on that? Yeah, silly. Um, my big thing here was Mayor Pingen's response. Mayor said, I went to a bar in Europe where the eco straw solution was a hollow pasta tube. <laughs> And that's my Marty's pick for this week Is that we should all use pasta as our straws That's biodegradable <laughs> That is biodegradable Matter of fact, it starts to get a bit dirty You know, you're like I used it for water Then I used it for soda Now I want it for water again And I don't want that little orange tinge Cook her up <laughs> And we're actually, know, By the end of the year You've got a free bowl of pasta <laughs> I say life hack, life hack through and through We're going to make a business of this These straws 
And if you buy a full pack of the pasta straws, it comes with a free dehydrator so you can reuse them. Because um, they'll go off soft and soggy and you can throw them in the dehydrator and they'll be all fixed up. And you can put it through the dishwasher to make sure they're all clean for the next use. Yeah, I like that. Um, next life hack. Cheap phone charger hack. So, by the way, the, I didn't really explain this because you were writing. Our idea is to either give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the life hack. I give the pasta straw a thumbs up and the sippy cup hack big old thumbs down from Marty and Jake over here. <laughs> next one. Cheap charger hack. If you're at a gas station and you need a phone charger, some disposable vapes either have a micro USB or a USB type C charger in the vape. So I read this before. Once again, this guy's a yapper and he's talking about vapes. We're not going to give him the light of day. Mm. He essentially goes on to say that it's cheap. Like most cheap chargers, you get like 20 bucks, whereas Mm. you get like a $10 vape and you can use it to charge your phone. Yeah. Um, To which old mate replied, the real life hack is having a phone charger specifically for your car. Which I thought was a great response. <laughs> I don't think I've met a single person who doesn't have a phone charger in their car. I do it, but it broke. So I'm, I'm in the process of well, getting you, a new one. Were you going to start vaping? No. <laughs> well, then this guy's... I had a... My actually, point still stands... Story time. That sick Alex, slick Alex, we are... Just because we need to charge our phones does not mean we should start vaping, Alex. Yeah. I actually have a story about vaping. Uh, I, I caught up with a friend and he was a vapester. Vapist. A vapist. Serial yeah. vapist. Um, and anyway, he in, was... what I'm in shackles for, not really. He was hitting it, and I was like, I thought you quit. And he was like, yeah, I did. And, I was, and he's like, oh, I want to quit again. And I said, oh, okay, well, then throw this out right now. Mm. And he was like, no, 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 I just bought it. And I said, well, then you're not serious. Mm. Anyway, he accidentally left it in my car. And he called me, and he said, oh, I think it's a sign. I should probably just quit vaping. You can keep it. You know what I did on that thing? I stood on it. Then I threw it in the bed. Then I charged my phone with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then I plugged it into my phone. My phone started my phone started going, ooh, this head spin's crazy. <laughs> my, phone got, my phone got holes in its lungs. All right. This one, I really like this life hack. This life hack was least awkward way to ask someone how you that you forgot that. No. Pause, Marty. Take a breath. <laughs> the least awkward way to get someone's name after you forgot it. Mm. So he, he paints out the situation. I'm even going to try it on you. What's your name again? (laughs) (laughs) Jam. Jake. No, no, no. I meant your last name. Oh. Yeah, you see what happens? And then it's insinuated that you knew their first name all along. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. However, there was a... I got the best way... Oh, no, there wasn't a response to this one. Never mind. I got the best way. Hey, um, it's Michael, isn't it? No, Marty. Oh, sorry. But then they know that you forgot their name. You look like my (laughs) (laughs) ex-boyfriend. Is that that one where it's like... um, Just distract from an entire... That's that's from a Jake Gyllenhaal film. Is it? There's a there's I've seen it on TikTok. It's like he keeps calling this lady the wrong. Name oh yeah, no. And she I eventually comes up. His plan is she'll eventually come up to him and say, "Hey, my name's this." And then he says, "Oh, sorry, you remind me of my ex girlfriend." That's the possibly the worst pickup line I've ever. Heard. <laughs> the worst pickup line I've ever heard is, "Oh, you remind me of my ex girlfriend." Yeah. Well, I've never heard it personally. Um, no one said I've that to me. A few people of their ex girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. No, I always say. Um, Whenever I get my coffee in the morning, I say, yeah, just a long black, please. And they're like, oh, yeah, anything else? And I said, you know what? 
You remind me of my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I, I usually say double it, give it to the next person. <laughs> um, okay, last life hack for this week, Jamis. Um, let me know if you want this to come back. Marty's marvelous mind hacks. <laughs> is oh, you should do a new segment, Marty's marvelous magic, and, and you should just hacks. you should just do sleight of hand. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, the magician, the ma- the magnificent. That's not all right. Controlling your sneeze is a life hack on how to control your sneeze. If you feel a sneeze coming, you can press firmly across the base of your upper lip like you are making a mustache with your finger. And it may help to elevate the need to sneeze. Alleviate the need to sneeze. It works by pressing on your sensory nerves that invert in, a, in something. Your, your... That's what he said. <laughs> oh, that, wasn't me, that wasn't a stutter, Jammers. That was he said, your, your external most nasal passage. Whatever. My biggest thing here is the response. That could work, by the way. If anybody in the car yeah. right now needs to sneeze, finger across the upper lip. See if it works. Press firmly. But Bobla said, if cartoons have taught me anything, it is that this will work for a few seconds, but then result in a catas- catas- catastrophic sneeze just as the villain has walked past. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he raised a very good point. I think the best strategy with how to like alleviate the need to sneeze or make it less awkward or like just sneeze, like just say, oh, I'm about to sneeze. Because that works for me every time. Every time I say, oh, I'm about to sneeze, then I don't sneeze. Mm. Um, it's like speak it, speak it into existence, but opposite. It's maybe. like um, hiccups. We were trying to figure out how to get rid of hiccups all yesterday. Drink water upside down. Works every time. Apparently, I kept telling my mate, just hold your breath. That also should work. Yeah. That's tough, didn't, though. It worked for you him. You have to be a strong mental character. So I'm a strong off. mental character. He was for the morning. Then it didn't work for the afternoon. He kept hiccuping. This lady came out as we were, like, pruning her tree. And she was, like, saying, I love this one. Can you do this? Can you do that? And we are like, yeah, sure. Um, then my mate just keeps hiccuping. And he go, and she's like, oh, hold your breath or all this other stuff. And we're like, oh, didn't work. She goes inside. Then she comes back out with a teaspoon of sugar and says, oi, come here, sh- come here, hiccup. Um, <laughs> and How to passes him this. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Gives him this teaspoon of sugar. He goes, and then it's gone. Really? Yeah. Holy. But he's probably just real weak-minded. You see, yeah, I'm really been convinced that it works. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I've been convinced that it wouldn't work. Yeah, by yourself. Yeah, <laughs> but so then it works for me. That's awesome. All right, that was um life hacks for this week. Let me know in the link in the description. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let me know which one was your favorite. Mine personally was the sneeze one. Um, go to the go to the link in the description and leave. I think you have to be careful with the sneeze one though, because like doing this too much. <laughs> exactly. You could, like, I could get clipped right now and be probably. Pretty... I'm just gonna blur it every time you do it. Yeah, let's hope so because it could be not ideal. Um, let's move on to the draft. It's our first theme segment of this week. It is, and that is because this week's draft is police draft. So our favorite and most famous police officers we've picked five each, yep. and we're gonna go head to head and see what you jammers think. And have you done any of the tallies last time? That's a negative. We'll see if he does it this week. This is a mental reminder for you behind the camera. I know you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go. Do you want to pick first? Do you want to rock off the first pick? Yeah, I'll pick first. 
Pick first, mate. I know you. I know who you want. Yeah, number one pick. I just wanted to get in here early and get it before you steal it off me. Uh, Judy Hopps. Ah, (laughs) damn it. Judy Hopps, top cop. Um. All right. Fair enough. My my first pick then is going to be Shaq from Grown Ups Two. Oh, I forgot about him. Mm, Good cop. Yeah. Good cop. That's not a bad pick, actually. Yeah. I I want him on my squad. He's going to be my captain. He's got nothing against my number two pick. My number one pick, just like famous, really great, you know, real diverse. What's your captain? Smart one. Pick your sergeant. That's how we're going to do it. Captain, sergeant, sergeant and then squadron after Now, this that. one, here's the brawn behind the brains. Robocop. Oh, damn it, I had him on my list as well. Yeah. Good pick, man. Sergeant Robocop on Team Jake. Oh, holds nothing against my number two pick. Mm. Inspector Gadget. I didn't even know he was a cop. I didn't know this either until I searched up famous cops from TV and movies. Mm. Inspector Gadget popped right up. And um, what can't you get from him? He's a versatile... He's just a unit. Yeah, he is versatile. He's like one of those master keys that just unlock everything. I got one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My number three pick. um, This one could take out the win here. Uh, Chief Wiggum. I don't know who that is. It's uh, the fat cop from The Simpsons. Oh, yeah, good pick. Yeah. Um, I know. Similar vibe, I've gone with Joe Swanson. Hey, Peter. Oh, I feel that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he can't walk, so you've all. Yeah, but he can roll. Yeah, he can roll to the bottom of this list. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, say I'm I'm a prisoner. I'm running down down the street, comes towards a hill. Downhill slope. Who's catching that? Who's okay. Catching up? Okay. I got a better. I got a. I got. I'll do you one better. I'm a prisoner. I'm running away from Joe Swanson. I see a hill. I run up it. Yeah, fair point. Oh, but no. But I reckon. Okay. What about the this? time he loses on the way up? He gains tenfold on the way down. Okay. But hear, hear me out. I run down a hill and then I just take a real quick right. What's he gonna do? Hit the brakes? Probably not. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Fair. All right. All right. Hit us with number four. Number four, Officer Clawhausen. Uh, Clawhausen. Uh, the fat cheater from um, Zootopia. We're picking another Zootopia <laughs> character. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Um, I had Earl Deverox. Do you know who that is? I have him. Do you really? From Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs, you jammers out there. Flint like wood! <laughs> yeah, that so was, I got... Um, uh, I got you know he was voiced by two different people. In number one, he was voiced by Ice T or Mr T. Sorry, Ice Cube. Ice no, sorry, Mr T. <laughs> and the Ice T is the fucking Rick and Morty character. Yeah. Um. And then <laughs> he in the second one, he's voiced by Terry Chews. Terry Chews, you know Terry... from White Chicks. And I miss you, Terry Crews. Terry Chews. Oh, Cruz. There's no H in there. Yeah. Yeah, my fault. Terry does not chew. My fault. <laughs> um, <laughs> my, um, my final pick, since someone already stole Officer Earl off me, I'm going with Jake Peralta. No, that was literally my next pick, bro. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. I've been watching heaps of Brooklyn Nine-Nine recently. I, I used to watch it when I was in like, when I was like 13, 14. I'm watching it back. Mm. Run it back type vibe. Um, it's actually a lot funnier than I remember it being. I'll give it its flowers. Maybe I just don't have good humour, but this literally puts me down to my 
my final reserve because my next one would have been Robocop. And my final reserve was John McClane. Never seen Die Hard. Apparently it's a good movie, so I'll give it to John. It's not a bad movie. It's a pretty good Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie. It just happens at Christmas time. Mm. But you sound kind of cool if you say my favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. Yeah. My first my favorite, favorite Christmas, Christmas movie, movie is Fred Claus. No, Frank. Frank Claus is a good movie. Love Hard. Love Actually. Love Hard. I Search. gave my presents to you. Seven. Search up, Jamis. Jake's in the dark here. Alright, and that was the draft this week. You tell us who we think won. I'm going to re- re-go through my list again. i got Shaq as my captain. I've got Inspector Gadget as my sergeant. Then i got Joe Swanson, Earl Devericks, and John McClane are my squad. My squad is Judy Hopps as my captain, Robocop as the brawn, Chief Wiggum as the uh, coffee runner. He gets the coffees and the and the donuts. Uh, Officer Clawhauser as um... <laughs> Joe Swanson's my getaway driver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Officer Clawhauser is the interrogator and the undercover because uh, she's really pretty. And who's she from? Azutopia. And my final one is Jack Peralta for comedic cheater. relief. Yeah, the fat cheater. Who's the coffee run person? Uh, Chief Wiggum. He's the fat human. Oh, he's, he's coffee. Yeah, 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 he's Simpson. Um, yeah, all right. Uh, that's the draft. And let's move on to... Am I the butt sugar? <laughs> Am I the butt sugar? Um, now, this one, I was looking for him, and I couldn't really find anyone that was super short. So I went with the shortest one. And we're just going to try and figure out you know, who's the butt chugger in this situation? My childhood best friend is getting married, female 19. I am the same age, female 19, and a bridesmaid. I'm in college across the country on the East Coast. She and her other friends are in Arizona. I'm guessing this is in America. Uh, working a part-time job. The the person who's asking if they're the butt chugger is working the part-time job. Um... She wanted to have a bachelorette trip in a tropical... I don't have enough money, basically. Um, I I only have enough to support myself week by week to pay my rent. Um, and I could get another job to save money, but I'm worried about my grades and I also don't want to lose my social life. My social life is really precious. So, anyway, she said, I'm not coming to your stupid bachelorette party... I've added a few words in there, but, um, and she got really upset. She told me this isn't acceptable for a bridesmaid to miss the trip. And if I don't go, I'm not the friend she thought I was. She said she doesn't want to guilt trip me, but she would be devastated. Okay. So let, sorry. For more context, the cheapest flights are found is over double the price of the already expensive flights. The other girls bought. Am I the butt chugger for not going? Okay, so let me paint the scene. So I'm... The butt chugger. I'm the butt chugger, potentially. Mm. And you're getting married. Yeah. So you've planned, let's call it Hawaii. Let's go to Hawaii, yeah. So they've, they've booked, you've booked your thing in Hawaii, your bride bridal shower. Is that what it is? Mm. What is it? Is it the wedding or the bridal shower? The, the bridesmaid party. Yeah. Yeah. So you've booked that in Hawaii. Sheesh. All right. Big money baller. Mm. And I'm saying I... Have a job that gets me through my week, mm. my, that get, that provides me with my weekly expenses, but I can't build up a savings with it. Yeah. I'm studying. I don't want to lose my grades. And if I yeah. pick up another job, that will inevitably happen because mm. I'm not willing to work twice as hard. Yeah. 
And I'm also not willing to give up my time at the pub on a Saturday. Mm. So I need to defend this woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, my first my first line of defense would be like, why the hell do you need to have a bridal shower in Hawaii? Am I not? I'm inter- getting married. Am I not interesting enough? I'm getting married. <laughs> Am I not interesting <laughs> enough to? Uh, sorry, is your group of friends, including myself, not interesting enough to have a good time just at the local club? I'm 19 <laughs> and I'm getting married, and I want to do what the fluff I want with big, big my husband money. Yeah, fair enough. Can you loan me some money? Can you get your husband? No, 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 no. He doesn't make that much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He makes just enough to support me, his 13 other children, and his two previous wives. So what do you suggest I do to get there? Get another Mm, job, save up, fly. (laughs) 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 So I have zero dollars in my account right now. How am I paying for the tickets? Hmm. Bank loan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Get a credit card. They're really good. You don't even... (laughs) You you just get to use it whenever you want. And the money just comes from nowhere. I saw financial advice today that said you don't owe money... That you don't... You don't owe any money if you don't plan on paying it back. Exactly. And that's why I think we should print more money. 100%. Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) we've deduced after a little bit. That the real butt chugger is the money printing factories. That they're not <laughs> yeah. printing enough so I can buy my plane tickets to go yeah. to your bridal shower. Yep. All right. Stamp that. Sign it. And seal it. Our next one oh, requires me to do a lot. I'm feeling a bit funny today, Jim. It's not feeling great. I think I ate something funny. Um, give you an update next week. <laughs> Got a bit of a bum time. Let's see if it's here next week. Let's move into some true crime. This is our last themed segment of this week it's gonna get a bit dark here so if you came here for the comedic relief skip to whatever timestamp. try try again is this like murder mystery do we get to try I mean, and figure it out it's some of I don't know I can't remember I did them a little while ago today um, it's just true crime I, I was just thinking we'd give our opinions on it there were some unsolved ones that I read but I can't remember if I screenshotted them or not yeah. so if they're unsolved you're the man, clearly, for the job. Mm. Um, our first true crime is the sla- South Florida killer clown. I remember this one being pretty on the nose who did it. <laughs> the clown. Marlene Warren answered her front door. Jump scare already. Far out. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set the same. Jake, can you put some raindrops or something in the back? Um, it's like clown music. No, no, no. no. After Effects. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to now? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. All right, Marlene Warren answered the front door on the day in May 1990 to be greeted by a clown who happened, who handed her flowers and balloons before shooting her in front of her 20 year old son. The case went unsolved until 2017. Who do you think did it? <laughs> the clown. <laughs> that actually wasn't the end. Um, or wait, wait, when did the first one happen? Um, May 1990. Oh, wow. Went a while. Go. Um, when an improvement in DNA technology and evidence from the crime scene pointed police towards Warren's husband. War- Warren's husband's second wife, Sheila Keen Warren, 
who pleaded guilty to second-degree murder in early 2023. Mm. This case went 30, almost 30 years without being solved. Yeah. She was walking, she was walking around for, no, for uh, over 30 years. She was walking around free mm. for 33 years. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Why'd you... Who do you think did it? The clown. Probably the clown. That's kind of messed up, though. It is actually kind of messed up, especially yeah. in front of the sun as well. Yeah, and, and it was like uh, it must—it clearly was. She gave her flowers and balloons, like she was clearly trying to like really mess her up before she died. Mm. It's like real. But there's weird. A, there's a Did lesson. Did they even he- have helium back then? Um, I don't know where she, how she grew the flowers. I would. There's not. Th- here's my thing. Flowers are really nice when they're like colorful and stuff. But did they even have color back then? I don't think they did. Because I remember, I remember back then when I was there. When you were there. Well, don't don't put yourself too close to the crime scene because you're a cop and this <laughs> clearly didn't do your job right. No, no, no. Guys at home, we're just theorizing we weren't there. Or were we? <laughs> <laughs> no, we weren't. That's kind of messed up though. Well, I mean, I think we're pretty much in the clear. We were not born. Or were we? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. This next one's called the the List Family Murders. Last one for the for the segment. In 1971, John Elm List, a Sunday school teacher and Boy Scout troop leader in his New Jersey town, shot and killed his mother and wife, and and three kids. Damn. Leaving and he left the weapon at the scene. List carefully set things up, though. However, this is crazy written. He kept, essentially, he carefully set things up so the case couldn't be solved. Oh, no, sorry. The, the bodies wouldn't be found for days, if not weeks mm. after. So, it gave him plenty of time to run. He later got found um, under the identity Robert Clark. He had started a new life over in the South, I'm assuming, Southern America. Mm. It took authorities time to track him down. But later that year, he was tried for his crimes and ultimately convicted, dying alone in jail in 2008, where he was serving five consecutive life sentences. We love a sense of justice. That was a that was a nice bit of justice. Imagine dying when I was four. Yeah, facts. Didn't even get to listen to one episode of the Jacob Marty podcast. No. Um, and serves him right. Doesn't deserve yeah. it. Doesn't deserve it. Um, so if you're, if you're, if you've done crimes out there and you're listening, feel free to tune off, right? Yeah, now. tune off. We don't need you out there. And it, petty crime. Oh, actually, no. Sorry, not petty. If crime. you have ever jaywalked, <laughs> <laughs> if you've served your time, if you've done the crime and served your time, you're welcome over here on the Jacob Mike yeah. podcast. You know, if you've served your time, face your punishment. That's whatever. But if you're lingering behind that screen right there. You've got a dark hidden secret. You can message us and Jake and Marty and we'll send it right to the police. We will not send it to the police, <laughs> but I can't say that I'm... <laughs> I won't tell. No, realistically, we don't want to be involved. We're just podcasters. The best of the best as well. All right, moving on to our second last segment from Jacob. Oh. An... Can I read out? No, yeah, you go, go for it. it. No, you go for it. Okay. Almond cookie. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I don't know what this um, is. Yeah, so this was just like a police-themed story. The police were at least mentioned once. Um, <laughs> and this was um, a great one. The story wasn't actually called Almond Cookie. It was called Someone's Awfully Bitter About the Almonds. 
Almond um, cookie? Are you kidding me? Uh, Almond cookie? Are you kidding me? That's basically it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to act this out. I'm not even going to mention who's saying what. I might actually. But um, you just got to keep up. I worked in a student cafe that also did catering. We got an order for a huge amount of traditional cookies. Among them, 240 Mandel Kookabar, whatever they're called. Basically, they're, cook- they're almond cookies that are made with really bitter almonds. They're like a special type of almond or they're like off almonds. I don't know. They're bitter. Anyway, um, a new hire just tried one and this is where the story starts. I'm all like, what on earth are you doing? The new hire says, what are you doing? Me. What? So you can tell, we're kind of setting the scene here. It gets better. The new hire says, what kind of rancid fluffing almonds are you putting in those cookies? Me. Bitter almonds. They're not actually for eating like that. (laughs) (laughs) The new hire says, no, that's fluffing, boys. (laughs) Me. Did this happen in, like, the UK? (laughs) Did now <laughs> me? It's not poison. <laughs> Stop me. Sorry, sorry. I'm just interested in the story. Hmm. <clears throat> it's not poison. They're supposed to taste like that. <laughs> the colleague, who is really bad at reading the room, spoke up. Colleague. Hmm. Fun fact: they are poisonous. They contain a high dose of hydrogen cyanide, which dot dot dot. New high to me. So you're putting poison in the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> you fluffing psychopath. Me. No, wait, stop. But, now this is a stage direction. But it was too late. She slopped the ball, cocky dough, with a swift punch. <laughs> My precious cookie dough landed face down on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) I stood dumbfounded at the wasted work and the sheer stupidity of it all. My manager burst into the room. Manager. What the fluff is is going on? (laughs) New hire. Sorry. Mm, Mr. Manager, he puts poison in the cookies. Uh, he wants to poison our guests. Me. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to poison our guests. <laughs> hey, lad, I'm not poisoning anyone, you idiot. Mandel Kugelbar is supposed to taste like that. Manager. Wait, is this about to bitter almonds? <laughs> Long story short, they go back and forth a little bit. Then um they go do their jobs and they come this I come back to the shop and the new hire's been fired over spilling some cookie dough. Pretty harsh, I reckon. Anyway, they go Kidding back to me. work and a police officer walks in. Um Then the police officer's all like Do you work here? The manager's all like, 
I'm the manager, how can I help? The police officer says, well, we need to inspect your cafe and me. Is this about the accusations of putting poison in the cookies? (laughs) (laughs) Police officer. Might have something to do with it. (laughs) I cannot tell you why we, but are you putting poison in the cookies? Me. Laughs. <laughs> you got some good accents on you, man. I must say. I know. I like your cop accent. Yeah, like British cop accent. Um, mm, technically, yes. But did you know Mikulabla is poisonous? Stage direction once again. We recounted the stories. The officers did some kind of inspection and end up leaving with a pair of bitter almond cookies each. Giggling about the absurdity of it all. They walked out all like... Mm, mm, so they bought the cookies. Yeah, they... were laughing that they were bitter. Yeah, they were like... Mm, mm, bitter cookie, love. Ah, <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> oh. uh, So no one died or anything from the cookies? No. Nah. Just spilt, spilt cookie dough? Yeah. Oh. Heartbreak. And the cops came. <laughs> for what reason? <laughs> for the cookie dough or for the fact that there was bitter cookies on the list? Uh, I think the cookie dough. <laughs> or maybe the fire. Yeah, there was a fire out the back. I forgot to put that part of the story in. <laughs> I meant the, the person getting fired, you goose. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. She was still out the back. She was crying. <laughs> she, was so, she was setting the fire. <laughs> oh. um, I actually learned a new fact about um, food and that apparently rice can be poisonous. Yeah. It's left out too long. Yeah. It, it's It, like, grows fungus. Mm. It does. Didn't know this. No, so I've been living my life on the edge. This whole time, yeah, it can, it can be pretty and it, like it can be deadly. This mm. fungus, if it's like, although you'd think you'd notice, yeah, you would notice because it like gets all like crunchy, mm. and also it turns green. Oh. oh, um, all right, well, I really like that segment, <laughs> and let's move into our last one, which is live, laugh, love, and boycott. Um, do you want to do yours first this week? Yeah, sure, mine is. Bitter almonds. If you're eating bitter almonds this week, stop it. That's a my strange addiction. Bitter almonds. <laughs> <laughs> my strange addiction. Bitter almonds and slapping it on the floor. <laughs> Setting fires out the back. <laughs> yeah. I actually have a live laugh boycott this week, but I'm switching it up. It's not a not a boycott at all. It's actually my favourite thing that's happened to me this week. Oh, is that allowed? <laughs> hey, I make the rules. I really need to go to the toilet. Well, let me, let me oh, finish this off with a. Oh, this probably should have been a whole other segment, which is funny. Cause Wait, I... actually, I got a new rule. Sorry, no, I just. Yeah. If you need to go to the toilet on pod, now this is an honesty rule. You got to put your name in the jar. <laughs> yeah, put it, come on, write it up. Um, <laughs> just because otherwise there's gonna be no names in the jar. Yeah. Um. I actually don't, but that's only because I went right before. Um, so yeah, this week's my live, laugh, love boycott is actually probably turned into more of an acapella break, which we've done in the past because it's a new song I found this week that I'm just, I'm just loving. So I figured we could, um, we could hook into a bit of this. Do you want to hook in? Acapella. A bit of acapella. Are we not, wait, why are we, is this a boycott? Are we boycotting acapella? Yeah, no, I mixed it up. Oh, <laughs> I told you to get a boycott and I, I brought an acapella. <laughs> this is my acapella. 
Big thanks to Amy Carney. Big thanks to You're my live, her. laugh, love boycott this week, but it's reverse. Your, thank you for listening to the Jake Money podcast. Um, and thank you for listening to Everyone episode. has to listen to this song at least once this week, every day, ev- all the time. Yeah. Two days into college and I'm three lectures behind. There's this guy, let's name him Colin, and he says he wants to be mine. But it doesn't really sit with me quite right, because he doesn't really like the things I like. And I keep accidentally locking myself out of my dorm in the middle of the night. I wake up kind of wired and I wake up kind of cold. And I wake up kind of tired, but I'll just sleep in when I'm old. See, I don't like breaking rules, but don't like doing as I'm told. So I just float around and keep my head down and hope my life unfolds. And everybody's telling me that I'm doing so well. I try to trust them honestly, I find it hard to tell. If I need work or I need rest, I try my best, I try my best. I tell myself, I say out loud, it's fine, I'll figure it all out.